Welcome to the Hell of a Catholic Podcast. This is Father Josh Allen, chaplain at the Georgia Tech Catholic Center. This is Anthony Haskin, the pastoral lackey at the Catholic Center. And this is Jared Kleinwechter, fifth-year student at Georgia Tech. And uh, we were just talking about our topic for this podcast. Uh, it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit broad, <laughs> but we're going to throw it out there and we're going to see what happens. The basic topic is. What is and is not appropriate with respect to media for Catholics? We could probably expand that to not just Catholics, but for human beings, right? right? Sure. Um, what is sure. and is not appropriate? <laughs> um, so what kind of media you want to talk about? We can start with, uh, with movies and TV. I think about like, you know, there's a lot of violence in some movies or, you know, maybe too, a lot of sexual scenes about, you know, okay, well, how much this is too much to see? Um, when When is it appropriate for me to change the channel or just say, oh, I didn't know if this was coming. Let me just kind of try to endure it. Like, how are we supposed to react or what's a good, what's just some good guidelines, I guess, in, in how we're, especially if it's something that we didn't know was going to happen in the movie, let's say. Right. Um, that kind of just catches us off, off guard. Maybe it's that we need to do more ahead of time to make sure that we're not caught off guard and that this movie is appropriate beforehand. Um, so what do you want to talk about adults? Do you want to talk about kids? Do you want to talk about all ages? <laughs> what is what's it you the, want to talk about? What's our majority listener population? Do we know? Probably not kids. I'm gonna <laughs> go with it. Yeah, Dog I doubt, I doubt we have any kids listening, but we no. probably have parents listening. We have, sure, yeah, my... Uh, my cousin, uh, my cousin listens to it now. Well, only because you're on it. When you're not on it anymore, they're gonna stop listening. Well, yeah, but she, I, she <laughs> must listen to it with her kids because she commented on one of them. She's like, "Oh, uh, uh, Augie, her son just realized it was Anthony on the." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, didn't know you're listening with your kids." But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so we've got a few at least. There you go. I was I was thinking more long. I I guess I was thinking because I'm a college student, thinking about college students, um, and maybe we can also talk about um, parents with regards to their kids or, or even just for their own sake. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going, I'm going on a date night with my, my hubby and, and we want to see if this is a good enough movie for us to be seeing together or something like that. All right. Well, I have a, is that too broad? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I could talk about this, but I'm telling you, this is, this could be a really uncomfortable conversation. I'm ready. I mean, it could be really I'm ready uncomfortable, too. Yeah, right? Let's do it. So let's start off with this question. What is the purpose that each of us have in this world? The broad, most important purpose. To get to heaven. To get to heaven, exactly. right? Salvation of our souls, right? Mm -hmm. Praise of God, salvation of our souls. Do you think, on the whole, that we do this better as a result of media? Or do you think if it had never been invented, we'd do it better? I'm going to go with the number second two. one. Yeah. 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 Okay. So what we have to then ask ourselves is, are we just talking about, is the question, how much of a bad thing do I want in my life? Mm. Mm. Is, is media itself bad or I'm is it neutral whole, that right? we, well, and then we kind it's of. It's not necessary. It's not necessary. Well, like I think about like it's useful. It can yeah. be useful, yeah. right? Yeah. It can be. But I mean, on the whole, even given all of its usefulness, um 
would we all just be better off to leave it aside? Yeah, we probably would be, yeah. but it's a lot of people. I mean, we <laughs> now I don't think like that's it. possible. Right. Okay, yeah. uh-huh. so so the thing is, I'm not saying that everybody yeah. needs to leave it aside because I don't think that's possible. Okay, I mean, unless I mean, it might be possible if somebody has like a vocation to be a hermit or something. Right. I mean, you'll have to stop listening to this podcast. So sorry. exactly, hermits <laughs> are not listening to this podcast anyway. That's right. Yeah. So we're not going to worry about that. Right. Um. But if you are, don't give it up. <laughs> but I do think it's good when we start off the conversation because there's all kinds of feelings people have about media. Right. It's helpful if we start off the conversation and we all kind of agree that on the whole, human beings are worse off because of this. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Right. I mean, I have no doubt. People ask me, I've been asked this before. I give these kind of presentations on technology, especially with parents and their kids, like how they should integrate it into their kid's life and how they shouldn't. And I don't think anybody's ever listened to me in history uh, with respect to that, but whatever. And, um, I always start off by saying, you know, on the whole, if I was the if I was the one in charge, and I could just take it all back, I don't think the internet's been good for us. Has it made some people richer? Yes. Has it made um, people in the United States able to live more luxurious lives? Absolutely. Yes. Um, has it helped some people in poorer areas of the world? It's possible. Yeah, it probably has. Um, But on the whole, if our goal is salvation, not pleasure. Yeah. Right. If our goal is salvation, I don't think it's helped us. Right. So, again, I do think as we're talking about this, the question that we have is how much of an overall bad thing do I want in my life? And that's how we should approach it. Not from the standpoint of this is good and therefore I want as much of it in my life as I can have until mm. it becomes bad. Okay. I think we should approach it as this on the whole is bad and I only want the bits in my life that could possibly be good. Mm. Okay. Do, okay. Do you understand like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the mentality difference there? Right? Yeah. So that's, that's like the difference of... between a person who the newest iPhone comes out and they say to themselves – I must have this, even <laughs> though there's nothing really to the thing that makes me say that one particular feature is going to help me become a better man, right? It's not like I'm looking at it like that. Um, that's in between that person and the person that says, well, I don't know that that thing's going to help me. If someone can demonstrate to me that it's actually going to do something that's going to make me a better man, then I'll get it. Or I'll at least think about it, consider getting it. Maybe I can't afford it even if it is going to make me better. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but there's a, there's a big mentality difference there. And we could almost end the podcast right there because <laughs> I might know two people in the whole world that have that mentality towards this stuff. Right. I'm going to go see this movie. Do I think this movie is going to make me a better person. Is that do I <laughs> is the think, answer ever yes on that one? Well, I don't know. Uh-huh. I think there's some cases, sometimes there are, right? Like I've watched I when I watch movies, I generally try to go to movies that I think to myself, this is going to be useful, hopefully enjoyable, but also useful in my ministry or useful in some other way, right? Mm-hmm. Um a lot of times I'll go to movies because I think 
there's probably something in this movie that's going to be helpful for preaching or this, that, and the other. Um, or sometimes I'll go to movies because I need to go see them because that's what everybody's talking about, right? Okay. <laughs> um, but if we ask the question with respect to salvation, it's amazing if we were really concerned with salvation, probably our media use would be dramatically less than it is now. Right. Meanwhile, all people are turning off the podcast. They're like, oh, media, we don't need that. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> right. Oh, turning off man, the, we don't need uh, to hear what he's going to say. Right. So that, that kind of brings up the point of what about someone who says, you know, I don't think it does have an effect on my salvation. It, this is just purely entertainment. It's just something so then I say, like okay, recreational. No problem. How much of your life? then should be dedicated to entertainment and recreation. Recreation is actually good for you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Recreation is good for you. We could have a debate about whether media is really recreation. Okay. Okay. But we can skip that debate. Right. Um, I'm going to come down hard on it's not. Okay. Right. But we'll say we can skip the debate. We'll I'll even I'll grant you then. that it is. Okay. I'll grant you that media is recreation. Okay. So then how much recreation do we need in our life? Probably a lot less than we think we do. Well, how much does God say we need? One and seventh. One day. One right? day out of the week. <laughs> ah. One day out of the week, including uh, worship of him. So however much time it takes to worship him. And then the rest of the day is for recreation, right? Recreation. Okay. To, to help to rejuvenate ourselves for the work that we do for our salvation and for the world. Right? Okay. Okay. So one-seventh of the time that we're awake. All right. Average amount of time that a middle-aged American watches television per I, day. Oh, man. Oh, per day. Average. It's, average got to be like three hours. Six. Six, six hours. Whew. Average amount of time a 14-year-old is on their phone per day. Uh, ten. Ten, ten hours. hours yeah. Right? Ten hours. A day. That's crazy. 10 hours a day. If they're awake for so like if you're what, awake 16 for you're awake hours for, say, Let's say you're awake 16, 17 hours, right? It's That's, two thirds of your time. Oh Easy. my. So when we're talking about how much media, right? <laughs> okay. The thing is, no matter how we look at it, it's kind of a stupid thing to talk about unless we're all prepared to take the enormous 70% 70, 70 step back Ooh. that we mm. need to get to, to even get to where we're just spending one seventh of our time on it. Ooh. Right? Just one seventh. And one seventh of our time is a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of our time, you know? Mm -hmm. If that's even recreation. And I uh -huh. don't think it is. I don't okay, think yeah. it is. <laughs> True. But True. I'm going to grant that it is. Okay. So if media is recreation, one seventh of our time at the most, we're already way over that. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when I was uh, going into seminary, uh, my um, in Atlanta, there's a lot of uh, uh, priests from the Legionaries of Christ. And mm -hmm. I remember as I was hearing about their formation, hearing that – I don't remember the number. Maybe it was four. Maybe it was two or something like that. But they had a very limited number of movies they were allowed to see a year. Um, when I was going into seminary, the, the phones, the smartphones didn't really – I mean – they had uh, like Blackberries and stuff like that. But the, like you have now with the internet and all that stuff, uh, exactly. they they really weren't they, – they existed, but they were not – they were so expensive and so rare and the data network sucked so badly that uh, nobody had them. 
Um, so that wasn't really so much of an issue. But I remember hearing about these priests, and they only they only saw four movies a year. And I thought I, – maybe it was less, but I, I'm more going to say four. But I remember <laughs> thinking at the time, that's crazy. How could you only see four movies a year, right? And now I see maybe maybe four movies a year, right? Um, not not That's not even intentional. It's just time. Yeah. Yes, I've only seen, I think, four in the last two years. Yeah. And two of them, I saw the same Star Wars movie twice. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, there was all those Hobbit movies. I know you like those. Yeah, so. those came out 15 years ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Not, not, not those. Not I the mean, Lord the of the Rings. Ones. I saw each of those once. The and, Hobbit movies, uh, the ones that you like so much. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony has about, crawled under the table. That's right. And he's Someone. plotting He's plotting ways to kill me. Think about <laughs> actually all the time that you That is media that real. is not appropriate for anybody to watch. <laughs> Uh, um so the other thing too is like when we think about media think about all the things that you do where you're cluttering what you're doing with media oh yeah like music playing in the background you know oh yeah that actually drives me crazy so i don't have it's it's amazing i have much less silence than i used to uh now here at georgia tech but even still i have so much more silence than most people i know um, I'll go to see someone or whatever. You go to visit somebody's house and, you know, you go in in the kitchen and there's a radio playing in the background and they don't even notice it because it's just always on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just noise in the background. And I'll go and I'm trying to talk and trying to concentrate. And I eventually ask them if we could turn the radio off because I can't, I can't concentrate. You know, it's like, what, what is this? And that's just noise in the background all the time. Like, do we think that's good? Noise in the background all the time. I don't think it's good. Or people who ride in the car and they're listening to the radio to either people talk radio or they're listening to music or this and all the time in the car. I don't think that's good either. That's me. Right? I mean, the fact is like car time, uh, it's actually really good thinking time. Yeah. It's also really good quiet you got time. A, you got you know? a metal box that's soundproof, more I, or less. I yeah. tend to find that if I'm in the car, if I'm sitting in traffic and I'm irritated, the best thing to do is turn off the radio, turn off all the noise as much as possible, and just keep it quiet. And it's amazing. <laughs> I calm right down. Or I say a rosary. Yeah. Right? I think um, a lot of people are afraid of the silence. They're terrified of it. Yeah. They, People are terrified of silence. They're like, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? If I, if I don't have stuff distracting me all the time, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So you have this kind of basic problem that human beings have deep insecurities. They have deep uh, questions about who they are and what they're doing and why they're doing it that way. Deep questions about why they're happy, whether they're happy in the first place. And so the entire idea of using less media is never, ever going to appeal to them. Ever. Yeah. Because they don't want to have to face a world in which I am just here and it's me. And that's going to be okay. You know? And I don't know what to say. If you were to ask me, like, this is this is why the podcast is problematic. Because it's not like I'm going to say an hour or less is all you need to do. Right? Mm-hmm. I think what you ought to do is say, I'm not going to do any of it unless I have a positive reason to do it. That's what I think you should do. Yeah. I'm going to say no to all of it unless I have a positive reason why it would be good for me at this time in this place right now. Not just a neutral one, but a positive. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. And that's the way I try to employ it. 
It's not always successful. That's the thing. It sucks you in, right? Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it too much. I've seen it with good people. I've seen it with people who are not trying to be good. It just sucks everything out of us, right? Whether it's movies or television or music or internet or social media, all of these things. Social media is its own brand of crazy, right? Because it encourages so much vanity. Yep. Right. I mean, it's so much vanity. It's terrible. Um, at uh, so I, some of our some of some of our listeners, maybe one of them, knows that I've been doing this Nineveh ninety thing, and uh, the Nineveh ninety requires you to eschew all unnecessary internet. So unless it's something that you need to do, you're supposed to stay off the internet. And uh, I've tried to stick to that as best I can. There are some things that you would look at me on the internet and wonder, is that really necessary? But it is because I'm planning something. You got to use it, right? But, um, but. What I've done is I still go on Facebook every once in a while. I'll just do it from my computer. My computer stays in my office. So it's only when I'm in the office. And I'll go on Facebook to just check and see what's going on. But it's off my computer or it's off my phone. It's off my iPad. It's off all those things. And it's so nice. Like I am – if I was not here at Georgia Tech and we didn't use Facebook so much as a means of you know, telling people about things, I would eliminate my account. I mean – if I was moved from Georgia Tech tomorrow, my Facebook account would stay here. <laughs> like it, it would, it would die with the place. I just have no interest, right? Um, I find that life is so much better without it. It wasn't adding that much to my life in the be- in, to begin with, and then something. It's like Facebook just broke during the election cycle. And, uh, <laughs> it's like the only thing that Facebook is filled with now is people who are angry about politics and still gloating Patriots fans. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I don't like either one of them. So, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't understand the, the movement with all of the other ones. I mean, there's Instagram and, yeah, uh, and that's the, only, I mean, all the other, I like Facebook, like you said, is required, like kind of a requirement for what we do at the Catholic center, but like a year or a year and a half ago, I was like, well, I don't need instagram and i don't need snapchat especially snapchat like vanity holy crap yeah <laughs> take a picture of yourself all the time like yeah i was like ah this has got stuff so so i like got rid of those that's the only reason i still have facebook is and to keep in contact with some people and is, you know we're encouraged to use social media like mm-hmm. the the pope has encouraged us not just this pope but even from john paul ii on right right to use media and social media right to try to uh try to help evangelize the world. And I mean, so we're making a podcast, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, this is, this is why we do this. Um, if we were really good with videos and stuff like that, I mean, we, we might try something like that. I mean, there's people who are great at that kind of stuff, but in general, in general, I mean, if there's not a positive reason, I just don't see, I don't see why you do anything without a positive reason. I mean, we're rational creatures, right? We're rational creatures. We're made in the image and likeness of God. And the difference between us and animals, there's a number of differences, but one of the most important ones is like we can use higher reason to determine those things that are actually good for us, not just physically as in driven by instinct, but also things that are good for us emotionally and spiritually, right? So why would I do anything that I know is not good for me? Now, it's sin, right? I right. get it. But, but we don't tend to think that way when we're talking about media. We just don't seem to think that yeah. way. And I, mean, I talked about I talk about that with like parents. Parents will come to me and say, "Should I get my kid a phone?" My answer is always no. No, you shouldn't get your kid a phone. They're like, "Oh yeah, but what about this and this and this and this?" 
No. Like, what? what's the reason for it? Why do they need a phone? Well, if there's an emergency, it's like, well, what did you do when you were a kid? Well, we would have had to walk or we've had to do it. Well, your kid's going to be fine too. Get them a flip phone. That way they can call you if there's an emergency. Or get them one of those things. You can still buy them. Get them one of those things like they had when I was a kid. The car phone that's like locked into the car with a cord <laughs> and everything that actually looks like a phone. Yeah. Get them one of those things. If it's really about emergencies, well, but their friends also – oh, so there it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So there it is. Truth comes hey, out. Hey, give them a flip phone. It's exercise in humility. <laughs> It's the same thing. Listen, I have the same conversation. People ask me, uh, should my kid wear a bikini? Right? It's the same logic process, right? I say, what's the positive reason? Like, I understand that you have to wear something to go swimming, mm-hmm. right? You don't wear normal clothes to go swimming. You have to wear something. So swimsuits are going to have, they have a function. They have this, that, and the other. So what's the function of the bikini? Versus the one piece. What's the functional difference? It reveals more. That's yeah, that's the that's, function, right? So that way. is that what you want, right? If that's what you want, then get a bikini. And if it's not, then don't, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't care what you do, right? I mean, I, it's kind of degrees of immodesty, right? I mean, it's just kind of the way it is. But, <laughs> um, but it's the same thing. It's like people don't think about what's the positive reason why I should do something. Instead, we say the default the default position is I can do this. Give me a reason why I ought not to. Instead of the default reason, instead of the default position being, you know what, I'm fine right where I am. Give me a reason why I should. It's a very, very different way of approaching the world. One is, the one approach is very, uh, uh, very gluttonous in a sense, right? And the other is, very rational and reasonable and capable of feasting and capable of joy, right? Because if my level is always at two, then I can move to eight. If my level's always at nine, I got almost nowhere to go, mm-hmm. right? Um, we could talk about this in a different way. I've kind of been yeah. on my little diatribe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure that I answered. I mean, when we, we were talking about off. this topic, uh, Jared was like, I really want to talk about this. And I said, okay. Anthony's like, I'm not sure I'm ready to talk about this. <laughs> and uh, I, said, I said, I'm ready to talk about this. But I, I, it's like it's a different way. Is there, yeah. is there another kind of different sort of topic within this that you'd so, like to So let's say that we get down to that one-seventh. Let's say we can narrow it down to, okay, I'm going to spend this seventh of my time on – Recreation. Recreation. So not even – even if media is recreation. Right. So are you going to spend all of your seven? Right. Time? So let's say I, I get down to one-seventh of, of my time spent with recreation. So whatever appropriate amount of time. So we're not going to even talk about the amount of time. Okay. Now we're going to talk about the type about of media. I type of Yeah, type I think that's media. what okay. he wanted to do. So let's assume that we're doing the right amount of time. Right now, amount of time. Now what type of media what is What type of media is, is appropriate, I guess, would be the, the question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Again, I think we got to narrow this down some. Are we talking about like let's start with movies. Movies. What type of movies let's are Let's say I've got I've got my time allotted for a movie. I'm going I'm going to the movie theater. How do I choose an appropriate movie? Okay, well, the good news is if you have an appropriate amount of time allotted, you're not going to see that many movies. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> you're not going to see that many of them, which means your choices are not as difficult. 
right? Usually in the movie theater at any given time, in any month, um, I can say sometime in the past month, there's at least something that's out that I think looks interesting, right? Um, Now, there might not be five things out that look interesting or even two things out, but usually there's something out that looks interesting, right? Um, And at that point, I think what you want to do is you want to at least avoid things that you know are going to be morally offensive. Like Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, I think Fifty Shades of Grey is probably morally offensive. I mean, I didn't see the movie uh, or read the book, but I mean, I read about the book. It doesn't seem like it Uh would be a good thing to see. Um, And I honestly, I don't think anybody's going to go see that movie unless they're already using way too much media. Okay. Right. That's the thing. Media desensitizes us. Yeah. Right. And when you, when you see movies all the time, or if you see similar stuff on television or, or internet all the time, then it doesn't shock us. But when you don't see them very often, like it's jarring. So I saw recently this movie, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, I talked about it on another podcast Yeah, and, um, it's the last movie I saw. Um, and I saw it on my, I, I rented it and, and actually I bought it, uh, and, and I have it on my iPad. It's a very good movie, but it's really gory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people noticed it though. Right. Cause like, I don't see that many movies and I'm like watching these scenes and I, I remember thinking to myself, like I'm, I'm, I'm flinching and I'm shutting my <laughs> eyes and there's points that I just kind of turned away. And I mean, I can hear what's going on. So I know what's happening, but like, I, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. And, uh, so even even movies like that, honestly, had I, if I could have done it again, like if I were going to show that movie here at the Catholic Center, which I would, um, I would want to go through it again and just note the most gory parts um, and either edit it or uh, Warn or at least let people know. I mean, okay. that's what we do when we watch The Passion of the Christ on Good Friday. Even. Exactly. Right yeah. before the scourging scene, we're always like, hey, yeah, this, this scene is, is pretty the brutal. most – yeah. Most gory scene in the movie if you want to shut your eyes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Um, so I think stuff like that, your sensitivity level really ratchets up. Mm-hmm. The other thing I noticed when I started watching fewer movies is my judgment of movies became significantly more critical. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. it's like I walk out of the movie, people are like, oh, yeah, it was really good. I'm like, that was trash. <laughs> it was trash. It was a stupid story. I get it. it had some action. It was fun to watch. This, that, you know. But when you're not constantly watching movies filled with unrealistic action sequences, um, then when you see an unrealistic ac- action sequence, it doesn't have a great effect on you. You're just like, this is stupid, <laughs> okay. right? Not like, oh wow, this one's even more impressive than the last movie I had. I saw that has this unrealistic mm. action sequence. The computer's you know, where, getting even you know, better. <laughs> one ninety-pound woman has just beaten uh, seventy-five highly trained, heavily armed men using a toothpick. Yeah, right. You know, it's like, uh, okay, okay. Like, I mean, how ridiculous do we have to be? Uh-huh. Um, so I think what happens is when you cut down, even your taste will shift. Okay, it shifts. It shifts dramatically. I do think when we go to see movies, we should at least do a cursory look on websites that rate them beforehand to mm-hmm. see what you're going to see, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like we're going to say, oh, I can't see any R-rated movies. We kind of have to see ahead of time. Is, the, is it something that I'm going to say later, I wish I hadn't seen that? Yeah, I, I think actually the ratings on movies are, are less and less useful. Mm-hmm. Less and less useful. I mean, when I was a kid, the stuff that's that was rated PG, like – when I was a little kid, a PG movie, like that was a lot for me. Um, 
I mean, G's were fine, but like up until 10 or so, like a PG movie, like that was going to have probably people getting at least hurt in it. Nobody would die. I think you had to be PG 13 for somebody to die in the movie. Mm. Um, violently at least. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, but PG's there, they, but my, we still have permission for PG's. I remember when I saw my first PG 13 movie, I was like, Oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. Like I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. Like I couldn't deal with it. It was just bad. Right. <laughs> um, and I've kind of always grown up that I had a period of time in my life that I watched a lot more movies and stuff like that. But, um, but it's amazing the the ratings today are so different. Like what would have been rated R when I was a kid, I think there are times that it's PG. Now. Wow. Wow. I mean, it, it's crazy the difference. So the rating system um, isn't super useful. The other thing too is like there are certain things that are going to affect you more than other things. So you might not be affected by bad language. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, I remember a few years ago seeing the movie uh, Gran Torino. Did you see that movie? Yeah, no, I didn't. It's a Clint Eastwood movie. I like Clint Eastwood movies. They're pretty good. I like Gran Torino. Gran Torino is another guy. I would I would show that one here. I would love to, except the the because the language is oh, so offensive, so bad, right? But it, it's, it's like racially it's like offensive, very yeah. racially offensive. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, the guy's converting, and in the process of the movie, it's funny how it works. You don't realize in his conversion, you don't even notice that he stops saying the words. Like there comes a point in the movie he's not saying that stuff anymore. Mm, I didn't even see this. But you yeah. don't even notice it, right? It's because it's it's all part of this kind of opening of his heart and this conversion that he has. Okay. It's a really brilliantly made movie. Um But there are people who are much more affected by that than other people language, right? And then there's other people who are much more affected by violence, other people who are much more affected by um sexual stuff, although Explicit sexual stuff you should always try to avoid, right? Right. Um, and, and I think some of that is knowing yourself and parents knowing their kids. Um, but I, I remember when I first saw Gran Torino, like I was squirming in the theater just listening to the language the guy was using. Mm. It was that. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, bad. I I used to live with a Korean roommate who's really into cars, and we watched Gran Torino together. And I'm sitting there like. Uh, what? How can you watch this? Like, I can't watch this. And he's most of, I mean, the uh, people he interacts with in the movie are mostly Asian people. Okay. So yeah. it's like, it's rough. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, it's, but it's, it, but at the same time, it's a beautiful movie, right? Now mm-hmm. I could watch it again and it's still, the language still bothers mm-hmm. me. But now I kind of, you, you kind of smile a little bit because, because I know what's happening. Okay. You know? Um, but so that kind of stuff, I think, I think there's, there's a lot of room for judgment in there, um, and we have to use our prudence, of course, right? But I will say this, and as I said before, someone who doesn't watch a lot of media is going to be a lot more judicious about what they, what they watch. Okay. They're not going to be watching trash all the time, you know? So it's like somebody tells me uh, they make it count. that this TV series is incredible, right? I mean, this this TV show is so good and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, fine. I want there to be like 10 seasons out. I want to see all these reviews. I'm going to read all because the television series, the last one I watched, it was a long time ago. No, no, no. You know what? I like the Sherlock ones. Yeah. Um. I, but but even those, like it took me a lot of convincing. I had to like do a lot of research. the female Watson or? No, 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 no. no. With the BBC? British ones. The Benedict Cumberbatch okay. and Mark Those are like, they're actually movies. Yeah, I got right? you. They're like an hour and a half. Well, they yeah. got three episodes a series. Yeah, so. that's Oh awesome. my gosh. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm just, and I'm sure there's good stuff, right? 
but it's amazing. I'll talk to people. And they're like, oh, have you seen this? Oh, oh, do you watch this show? Do you watch this show? Do you watch? How do you, how do you watch all these shows? Like, when do you spend time with your family? <laughs> right? Like, when do you, do you, do you talk with your husband, with your wife? Do you talk with your kids? Like, do you do things together? Do you, do you do this stuff? Like, or we watch TV shows together. We watch yeah. TV shows together. Yeah. You know, this is, this is not good. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not good. Again, applying that positive reason. Why should I go see this? Like I've accepted that it's that it's recreation, um, which I haven't. But for the purpose of this argument, <laughs> I've okay. accepted it's recreation. Right. So the reason to go to a movie has already been established. Okay. So then the question is, why this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Why do I think this one is going to be good for me? Right. Be entertaining. Be something that's thought provoking. Something that I can talk to other people about. Right. Something like that. Right. So like. The Star Wars movies, the new ones. I mean, I've seen uh, both the new ones that mm-hmm. came out, and uh, I would not say that either of them is particularly thought provoking. Yeah. But the fact is, they're fun. As they are fun, and as a chaplain at Georgia Tech, like I can talk to people about those movies. Right? It's good <laughs> to have seen those movies. Right? Yeah. So, in my case, like that, those were good choices. Um, but at any rate, I mean, I think that's that's how you go about it with with movies. I think you could say the same thing with like music. I mean, music is one of my things that drives me crazy. First of all, it drives me crazy that people are constantly listening to music in the background of whatever they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it's just noise at that point. So it doesn't surprise me that most of the music that I hear just sounds like noise. And some of it's even offensive <laughs> Especially at the, the, the fraternities across the street. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. It's not, but it's not just fraternities. I mean, you hear it in the, in the, in the football stadium. Oh yeah. Right in the basketball stadium, uh-huh. you hear it everywhere. It's not just oh, yeah, them. In the it's like of play. this is what everybody's playing. And you listen to this stuff and it's like so much of it is just trash. Right? And it's just filler. Right? Um now I'm not saying a football stadium is a place for silence. Right? That's right. obviously not the place you want to go if you're if you're looking for a contemplative moment. Right? <laughs> but uh, maybe. Uh, but I do think like when we're when we're choosing music um Music also should be something that we deliberately choose, not something that's just fed into us. Okay. Like I'm not a fan of of like uh, you know people have on uh, uh, Pandora or what's the one everybody uses today? It's uh, Spotify. 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 You just turn on some channel, right? Some person oh. that you like. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like I like Luke Bryan, and so <laughs> I'm going to turn. I don't know who Luke Bryan is, but somebody that I know He's loves like Luke country Bryan. Singer. So, country singer, great. Yeah. So, okay, oh. so I like Luke Bryan, and so I type in Luke Bryan, and some song of his comes up about trains and puppy dogs both dying. Uh, and <laughs> That's brutal. Well, that's what country music songs are like, right? You know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend left me. My dog died. But I have I a pickup truck. and <laughs> I run out of booze. So I'm going to get my pickup, pickup truck and uh, go on a bridge. That's what I'm going to do, right? Okay, sure. Um, I like country music. It's fun. <laughs> Uh, but at any rate, you put on Luke Bryan, and so all of a sudden I'm listening to all this music that I haven't chosen, right? Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. just kind of people who like Luke Bryan have, have also liked this other kind of music. And so mm-hmm. now it's all kind of feeding in. And the next thing you know, there's no choice. It's all noise. It's this, that, and the other. I mean, it's – I don't know. I just – I don't understand why people put so much noise in their life. So again, it if we were to say – to do something else. If we were to say that – Music is recreation, and so therefore you only do it at certain defined times of your life. Here's the thing. You wouldn't choose trash. 
That's right. You wouldn't. You would listen to good stuff and you would listen to it intentionally. The only reason the trash survives is because we're listening to, to too much all the time. I'm telling you, it's the volume that's the problem. Quality would be better if volume wasn't as high. And that's just the basic idea yeah. of life, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Would hmm. you would you apply the same I I guess you would apply the same sort of thing to TV shows if, yeah. even though it seems like TV shows are more accessible than movies, especially with like Netflix and Yeah, well and so TV maybe are, yeah, with with television shows maybe you say, well, in my time that I'm allotting to recreation and t- television is recreation, which I don't think it is, but okay. <laughs> um so now I say, well, I don't have 2 hours to a lot plus an hour of transit time and the other kind of stuff. Right. So I only have 30 minutes to a lot. Here's a television. I could do that. Um, I think television's fine for that. And there are certainly very good television shows and there's television shows that are not very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've got to ask ourselves, I mean, should I commit to, I mean, a television show that comes on once a week that's at the same time, uh, that's a story that you enjoy, like that kind of thing. Like I can, I can understand that. Right. Um, but the problem with that becomes again, not that I'm looking at one television show that's once a week with a story that I enjoy, but that I'm looking at eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I got eight TV shows throughout the week. Well, we got to see this and then we got to see this. And if I miss an episode, well, don't worry. Cause I could see it online. Right. Uh-huh. So I can kind of keep up. Um, I mean, this is what people do. It's crazy. It's like we're slaves to media. Um, which is great for media. I mean, they know how to make money off of it. <laughs> exactly. But again, I think I really do believe the problem can be solved with volume. And if you don't solve the volume problem, the rest of it's a pointless conversation. Anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because if you're doing it long enough, you'll look at anything. Okay. It's the same thing with uh, even people who uh, don't look at bad things on the internet. If you sit on the internet long enough, you can't help. It's yeah. like It's like the internet's a funnel, right? And eventually, it all drains to the bottom. Right. You might start off at the top looking at, uh, you know, popcorn recipes. Uh, but if you're not careful, you follow enough videos and enough links and <laughs> yeah. this, that and the other. And the next thing you know, you're looking at really bad stuff. It's just the way it is. Yeah. It's the volume that's the problem. OK. I'm just so thinking we, of Dante's version of hell right now when you're exactly. splitting the funnel. <laughs> it's like at the bottom, there's, there's Satan. Oh, <laughs> boy. Right. In that's the right. ice. You don't want to go there. Nope. But So if we just first kind of. That first step of getting it to one seventh of the time, I think the rest of the the rest of the problems will, will recreation themselves. and worship is one seventh. Right, right, right. So <laughs> less than one so seventh. An hour less than one seventh, right? right? But here's the thing: if we could just get it to one seventh, that would be a success. I mean, it's amazing. Like people, I know so many people who give up things like Facebook or YouTube or all you know social media, whatever, for Lent. Mm-hmm. And during Lent, they're so dang happy not to oh, have it. Yeah, they love it. They love it. And then, and then Easter week comes and it's like <laughs> Easter week is the most sinful week of the year. Mm. It's crazy. And it ought not to Everybody binges on everything, uh-huh. you know? And it's like, no, this, this was something yeah. that you were supposed to give up and then just Stay not, take, up. not take back. Right. Yeah. During Holy week, I was like, all right, no, no heavy metal for Holy week. And that was actually really good, but you know. Easter Sunday, I'm in the car, just just the whole way, the whole way to mass on Sunday. I was oh just my like, gosh. so music's a big one for me that I, yeah. TV and movies are easy to cut out, I think. But 
especially at tech when I'm here at school, I have like zero time for movies and TV yeah, shows. Yeah. I I don't watch. Yeah, I haven't watched a TV show since high school, probably as, as far as like watching it every week and keeping up with the story. Right. Um, and I'll watch movies on summer break or Christmas break or something. But um, yeah, definitely music is <laughs> is the hard one because it's so so accessible. And internet. Oh well, yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one you don't even media. think about, right? Right. Exactly. Right, right. But. That one, the, yeah, it's everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. That that Absolutely. we're so addicted to that media that we all carry it around in our pocket. Yeah, right. But I think the being deliberate thing was, especially about music. Like, I use Spotify too, but I don't listen to like the stations or anything. It's like I pick this artist and I'm gonna listen to this album all the way through or something. And I'll even like read album reviews and stuff if, I, if it's something I don't, I'm not familiar with yet. But yeah, it's also something I consume probably a yeah. lot too much of, but. I, li- I like to use Spotify for like study music. So it's kind of like instrumental type things. Um, only if it's like I'm in an environment where I have to be and there's other people studying and there's lots of noise. My, I, I agree with you. My absolute perfect study environment is complete silence where I can just like focus. I don't have anything mm. else distracting me externally. That's why when they had that construction at the library, I was, oh, I was devastated because I'm like, where's my study space going to be now? But, All right. Yeah. I can't use music. That's just like just noise like that because I get too into it. Yeah. I'm just like I pay too much attention to it. Like I can't like people, you know, use as background noise and don't even think about it. But if I have it's it just on, like it's just a like a soundtrack for their life. I mean, it's amazing. People I'm, walk around. You hardly ever see anybody walk, walking on this campus without headphones that in. does not have yep. headphones on. Right. You Me know, too. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. I walk by people. I'm like, hey. And they're just they're just looking down with their headphones, doing their own thing in their own. Unless world. they're talking to some, unless they're walking with somebody, with then someone. it's like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes even then, you see them got the one yeah. ear in and the one ear yep. out. And then sometimes you see people on campus. It's amazing. I mean, I've seen this happen a number of times. Watching they're videos walking on their phone, watching videos on their phone. <laughs> uh, like you're you're watching YouTube videos on your phone while you're walking around campus. What <laughs> is wrong with hand? you? I've done that. What he raised his hand? Oh now. my. That's why when I said "What is wrong with you?" I looked right at him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always got to like several things wrong with me, Father. There are a number, that, a number of things. That is one of the lists. Mm. There you go. I always got to do like the pause the music and drop an earphone out when I pass somebody I know, so I can say hi and just like not shout at them because <laughs> I just have music going so loud. I'm like, <laughs> hi, how are you? <laughs> the thing is, silence is such a great thing, especially if I mean. I love it. My my mind comes alive. My creativity comes alive. All this kind of stuff. The more silent things are, the more the more quickly time passes. It's funny. We think, oh, well, this is going to help fill the time. It actually doesn't. When we're silent and we're doing other things, like time goes by so much faster. I mean, I even um, – so like lately I've been going on these practice hikes for my trip to Yellowstone. And um, so I'll, I'll I'll say the rosary while I'm on one of these hikes. And, uh, I actually, I know how lots of people like to do the rosary while they're doing other things. I don't like that because mm-hmm. what it does is it makes me start, it makes me think of the time that I'm spending because I know, like, I know how long a rosary takes, right? So instead <laughs> well, it depends of thinking, on who you are. I know how long my Jared. rosary takes. <laughs> I know my, how long Jared's rosary mine, takes too. Mine takes I could do longer. three rosaries. <laughs> yeah. I could, I could almost do the entire, entire rosary, the entire whole rosary. The amount of time that it takes you to do five decades. Well, that's, that's fair. Um, but uh I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> uh, so uh you know I'm I'm saying but I find that I can't even think about how lovely it is just to be out where I am. 
because I'm thinking about the rosary and trying to keep count and all this other kind of stuff. And, uh, uh, I just, I just like the quiet, you know, it's really, really nice. So I said my rosary upstairs in my chapel, which I think is probably more like what we're supposed to do, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. But silence is a good thing. People are really terrified of it though. You know, yeah. a lot of people realize when everything gets quiet, that the life that they've constructed for themselves, the life that all the media has sold to them, they realize that this life has not made them happy. Right. Uh-huh. But they feel trapped by it at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, um, very difficult thing. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, it might be in the screw tape letters. There's something I think C.S. Lewis has where, uh, yeah, I think it is screw tape letters where um, the junior, the senior devil tells the junior devil that, um, you know, all those ideas are not good, like for to, to distract humans from God. Like the best way is just to fill them with so much noise that they can't hear the voice of God. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think I mean I don't I don't remember exactly when C.S. Lewis wrote that, but I think it's even more true today. I agree with that. Well, I'm sure we've probably uh, uh, rankled a few uh, people. Yeah. I mean, that tends to be the case when you start talking about something we like probably media. could have gone further with music, I think, in terms of like grilling you. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, you could do that if you want. But I was just thinking like liturgical music and sacred music and that sort of thing. But well, we we're talking about media. I mean, that's a yeah. that's a whole different kind of question. But I can listen to, you know, chant on Spotify if I want. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a different kind of question. Like what you. Yeah. I mean. I, 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 again, I don't think there's anything wrong with listening to music, mm-hmm. but we should ask ourselves, why should I? Not, okay, I don't yeah, see yeah, anything yeah. wrong with it, so therefore I ought to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But no, why should I do this? Is, is this the best use of my time? What is the good that I'm getting out this of This is the greatest mm-hmm. good that I can get at this moment, right? And if it is, go for it, Yeah. right? I mean, that's what we're supposed to do. Um. But I think a lot of times it's not. A lot yeah, of times yeah, it's yeah. a way that we settle for something that's significantly worse than what we could have. So Whew. thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please send us an email at podcast at gtcatholic.org. This podcast and, is definitely media you should continue to listen to. <laughs> yes, obviously. This one's clearly good for you. Yeah. It's not even it's not even recreation. This is like it's like education. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you don't have to even count this. This doesn't even have to count for uh-huh. your recreation time. That's right. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. God bless. Anthony's not ready to be Dude, roasted. Jared, I don't think you guys are ready. I know you want to grill me about heavy metal. <laughs>